Hi guys, so welcome back to a brand new episode of I'm Zap. So, thank you very much for those of you who've been listening. And for those of you who are new to this podcast, I would like to say welcome. And thank you very much for giving it a chance to be heard. Wow, this sounds a bit <laughs> generic. Um, but yeah, I'm, I really appreciate all of you guys listening to my podcast. So... For those of you who don't actually know what this podcast is, it's basically where I just choose a certain topic for each episode and then I will just give my own inputs or experiences uh, on the topic that was chosen. And on some of the episodes, I will be having my friends or guests invited over just to get a different perspective or an additional input on the subject matter. So for today... The title is a bit different than before, I guess, where today we'll actually be doing a comparison about student life in the UK and Canada. So with me today is my friend uh, Munira Izani, studying engineering in UBC, right? University yeah, of British Columbia. University of British Columbia. Right. And <laughs> you're the one in Vancouver. Yeah, Vancouver, the main campus. All right. Nice, nice. So, um, me and Munira, we've been friends way back ever since high school. And, and then we got into the same college. But then she continued her study in Canada while I go to the UK. The general reason why this topic is chosen is actually because I'm, I am I'm personally interested to know the differences between being a student, a Malaysian student here in the UK and um, being a Malaysian student in Canada, which is like mm-hmm. two English countries, I would say, but they are at different region and there's like different background to the yeah, whole different region. Different system. I think, I think different system as well. Yeah, different system as yeah. well. I think mm-hmm. like Malaysia, we follow a lot of the um, British system, I guess. Not not so much on the Canadian system. Yeah. So yeah. So anything you want to add up for the intro? Uh I think that's a pretty good introduction of me. <laughs> so basically <laughs> I think uh for this podcast I will focusing more on my side which is electrical engineering. Yeah. But I will also add up uh points from my friends because I, I, I've been asking my housemate about inputs on this topic as well. And then because we are different for each uh, courses and faculty as well. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If... But me specifically, I'm, um, I'm in electrical engineering. Oh, yeah. Yeah. True. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, Munira is in electrical engineering and I'm in architecture. So obviously, there's going to be a very big difference in yeah, true, the yeah. timetable, I guess. So, yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah, let, let's talk about the timetable first. So, uh, how is it like, how's your timetable like um, being in electrical engineering there? Or basically, if you know uh, someone else's timetable mm-hmm. with, who is not in engineering? Okay, sure. So, I think, uh, first of all, I will start with the, like, in very generic, uh, generic overview. Is that I think the system... Uh, here and UK is very different. Like the Canadian and US system of versus UK system very different. 
because for me i think here is more flexible we can choose okay for engineering specifically we have uh it's called standard timetable stt okay so they have like a list of subject that you have to take for that particular year but then you can choose which professor you want or which uh which professor and then when when does the course take place like the time and also sometimes the location it's it depends on it depends on you like 100% on you so it, even though you registered through the STT you still can change like you can drop and add courses oh okay so you, yeah. you can add courses as well during the during the whole year or is it just like at the start of the year at the start of the year so oh. they usually they give you like one week or two weeks uh, to add and drop courses oh okay yeah but then the STT is just for your guidelines that so this course you have to take within this year but then you can choose you want to take that course in the first term or second term it doesn't matter as long as you you finish it within the within your year oh okay oh yeah cool so it's like a freedom to choose lah. so you can choose your professor as well that's why that's why it's very important for you to ask uh, your seniors which professor is the best for this course because uh, i think most of the examination and uh, most uh, most of the examination and evaluation it depends on the professor as well like your grade also highly dependent on your professor so if like, your professor is very good like very lenient then you get a good grade but then if your professor is very very tough very strict then you're gonna get like a you know not so good grade yeah yeah i, th- yeah. I guess I, i could relate to that part <laughs> yeah. yeah also we we have uh do you, I, i don't know if you guys have or not but you have we have rate my professor website oh yes, i think i've heard of that but wait yeah so basically it's like a website where um anyone from any university can rate their professors right yes yes true i don't know if it's us and canadian thingy or uk have it as well because mostly i like the in the rate my professor the university list i saw the us and canadian university but not the uk university i i don't i've never heard any of the uk students use it though um maybe mm-hmm. it's just a american and canadian yeah so usually we go to rate my professor already to see which prof is the best and then oh okay yeah. yeah wow that's i think that's kind of useful to get like a review of the actual professor himself or herself yeah yeah true yeah so yeah i think that's that's the first one like the freedom of to choose your course and to choose your professor right so mm-hmm. um the one what about in uk oh okay so basically in uk uh okay let me talk about architecture first because uh-huh. for architecture our timetable is basically fixed for the whole three years like every year we will only have three courses i mean three modules um like okay. studio humanity and technology so every year it will be the same three modules we cannot for architecture oh. we cannot even have we don't even have any electives or anything else that we can choose you can you cannot or you don't have like you we don't we don't have any choices so. but can you choose your elective like can you take can you opt to take elective uh not actually because um because we have to like fill our credit hours right but so uh-huh. like uh-huh. so um our uni for architecture mm-hmm. basically they've already filled those 120 hour credit um with just those three modules 
So oh, I see. So, oh, so one year hundred twenty credit lah. Yeah, one year is hundred twenty oh. credit, but oh, that's that's a lot, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've I've heard that um Canadian had I mean the Canadian system is a bit like, yeah, it's 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 way different. Yeah, it's way different. It's it's not I don't know. It's not as packed, I guess. Then then I'm not sure about how how packed it is, but. Okay, so for 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 your course, how many credit per subject? Like, uh, you it's have about thirty credit per subject. Oh, it's a big number for us. It's like very small. We have four, three, or two. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then so so our total credit is for engineering specifically. It's between thirty six to forty per year. Right, right. Yeah, because our credit is very small. Like for the most, I think the most highest is six. Like, it can goes up to six. Okay. But not more than that. Oh, okay. So yeah, that's I guess that's mm. that's like a big difference between, um, the UK and Canada, but mm. I I think, I am, in in terms of the fixed modules, I think it's just as architecture students because, um, if I recall correctly, um, one of my housemates who's doing, I mean who he, he graduated his graduating this year so it's done basically but mm-hmm. from what i remember um he actually have has the option to actually choose basically a little bit like you guys like he can choose he can choose the subject he wants and he can actually choose when he wants it to be taken which which faculty he um, he's in he's in accounting Mind. or oh accounting yeah accounting uh, it's yeah. accounting and finance for them, they have that freedom, not not like ours. But for the engineering students, I think so far, based on my interaction with them, they have standard timetable, so right? Yeah, yeah, they have standard timetable, yeah. so. And you guys cannot like choose or drop courses depending. Yeah, yeah. It's not that flexible. Is yeah, it? I, I've 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 never actually heard anyone dropping courses. Yeah, yeah. From I think for like the engineering students, like. For their third year this year, uh-huh. they actually uh-huh. have like the option to choose their topic yeah, for their topic for, for their like their design the, project the, or something. The project. Yeah, oh, their project okay. and then like the final year project. Yeah, yes, the FYP and then they, mm-hmm. I think they can also choose like, uh, I don't know if it's a team or like a module because they can actually choose something between like fluid. Thermodynamics, okay. Hey, no, no. And then that there's something like, um. So they have like a ranging of topic, and then they can choose. Yeah, topics. yeah. I see. I see. But do you guys have uh to fulfill uh, how you call it like uh, elective courses within a degree, or you don't have things like that? No, we don't actually because, have. Oh, I've... because for us, in our degree, in our degree itself, uh, it's stated like clearly you have to uh fulfill this amount of credit hour for elective in humanities, mm-hmm. elective in technologies, right. elective in languages, something like that. So we have to take a lot of electives apart from our main course for the for the uh for the engineering itself. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've heard someone taking like ethics or something. Do, do, so is that like for everyone or yeah it's it's uh, mostly for everyone, but it's different depending on the faculty itself, but for engineering specifically. So you have 20 credit you have to fulfill uh, in humanities, technologies, and I think language. So 
under this department, like humanities, technologies and language, you can choose, there's a lot of subject under, under that faculty. So you can choose any subject that you want to take uh, as long as you fulfill the 20 credit requirement. Oh, okay. So this is apart from the main course that you have to take in the engineering itself. Right. Oh. Yeah. So because I think uh, I've heard, like I, I've read somewhere that uh, they said like UBC, I, I don't know, it's UBC specifically or Canadian, they want to encourage students to learn uh, to learn knowledge out of their main like main main course you know so they want to you take a bit of humanities course like psychology course <laughs> so that you have the knowledge yeah right well like this sort of like reminds me of ib yeah to yeah, make us, um, yeah. All around like all all around student all around students yeah like that. Uh, yeah wow okay <laughs> yeah i i, 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 I I don't think there's anything like that in the UK. I mean, I've never heard of any of it. Mm, Especially not in Manchester, okay. because yeah. I think the most I've heard about choosing courses in Manchester is just basically choosing whatever you want. Like, there's no certain elective that you need to I see, I see. choose. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so I think that's also lead to uh, the reason why like most of us usually take summer courses because we want to fulfill the elective requirement oh okay yeah that... because if we take elective requirement during the studies it's gonna be hard for us because we have the main subject right so we want to reduce the burden so that's why we take it in summer yeah right okay yeah okay that that makes sense why you guys have summer class yeah yeah, yeah because yeah. in the uk i think that i there are summer class but it's basically is like super optional it's not even like anything related to the main to the to the main uh like the main degree. Yeah, yeah. So, ah. so like, if people are taking summer classes, it's basically just for their own fun, for their own. I see. For their own ones and needs. For us, for us, we have we have courses from our main degree as well in summer, but not not much lah. It's it's very limited. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you can you can take during summer if you want to reduce your burden in the main in the in the semester year. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, sometimes they they offer like project courses, so you don't have to take project during the school term. Yeah, you can take it in summer, so you have a lot of time to spend on it. Right. Yeah. So basically, with all of those things, um, and then with taking the electives during summer and everything, how's mm -hmm. your like, um, how's your timetable like? Is it is it like a whole day schedule every day or is is it just oh, okay. like a few hours every day or something? Uh, for me, like engineering, in my third year, I think it's getting, it's, I have a lot of more free, I have a lot of uh, free time in third year compared to the previous year. Usually my class, like for electrical engineering, usually my class at the evening, but I have class every day, I have class every day. Okay. So usually my class at the evening. So in the morning, I'm free. Throughout the day, uh, I'm free and uh, usually my class start after like after 2 p.m. until 7. But it's actually depends on how you want to you want to uh, make your schedule. Just like I like like I said before, you can choose your oh. your yeah, you can you can you can choose when you want to take the, the subject with with whom and then where. So some some people they want to finish everything in the morning. So they, they pack up all the schedule in the morning and then they free in the evening. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's for like the early riser. But for me, I think because my house is like one hour from the university, so ah. I don't want to like wake up very early and I have to go to the university, you know. Right, right. So I put it at at the uh, in the evening. Yeah. Right. So it depends on people. Yeah. But sometimes I have my friend who who's in chemical. 
chemical engineering. Uh, I think her timetable is quite quite full for the week. I'm not sure why. So it depends on the on the course like on the faculty itself. Yeah. Right, right. It's it's very yeah. But you can you can you can arrange and you can choose. Right. However you like it. So for us, um, okay, I think I'm gonna talk about like the things that I know about engineering students timetable first because I think that would relate more to your mm-hmm. to your story, right? So, yeah. Uh, so far, what I know about the engineering timetable here in the in Manchester specifically, like mm-hmm. they they will have, um, I think in one day. It, it, there's like a maximum of four hours lecture, I guess. Four hours? Oh, that's very little. Yeah, but they, they will have like classes every day, except for one one or except for one day per week, I guess. So like four out of five working days, they will have classes every day. And oh. the I'm not really sure if like the engineering students get to choose when they have their classes. I don't. I don't think so uh, though, because I've never heard any one of them talking about, um, about the time. Oh. But okay. like for third year when they actually have their, uh, FIP, so okay. basically like, from what I've seen, like they, they have, uh, yeah, like on some of the days, um, one of some of the four hour, time period would also be for labs and tutorials i guess so and then they will proceed doing their own um exploration or research on their for their fip so oh, like I that's see. like extra but for the time set by the university the, itself for lectures uh-huh. and something i think it's around four hours or something like that maximum oh, for really one day little. yeah oh. yeah i thought you guys are like we more chill. I no way. <laughs> <laughs> I usually have class two straight until seven seven pm seven thirty. Yeah, that's wow. Yeah, that's that's like totally different than what I imagine. No way. <laughs> I I imagine you guys are very chill, which is true lah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess that's true. Which is kind of true, is it? Yeah. Yeah, and then even for us architecture students, like um, for the whole three years. Mm-hmm. Um. Every year, uh, every week we will just have like three days of class. Oh. Yeah. So, um. It's very nice. So like there are two days, two days for lectures and one studio day. So, for the lecture days, um, uh-huh. is is basically a little bit like the engineering I guess like um there will be like maximum of four hours lecture, maximum, and then. For studio day, studio day is basically like the same as a school, like you know, like a basic so school the... time. That, uh... Yeah, so we we're gonna be at uni at from ten a.m. until um five or six, depending on our our duty and studio. So like, uh-huh. it, it will be so like you, a whole you'll day. You'll be working in the studio, lah. Yeah, yeah, we'll be working uh... and then having tutorials with our tutors for the whole day in studio. So what 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 do you guys do for the other days, the free days? Do um, you guys go to the university or just stay at home? We can basically do whatever we want. Like it's really up to us whether we want to do our work. Um what usually you do? Usually I 
usually I will just do my work from home because uh, I I don't actually nice. like doing work at the uni. I don't. But you have you have all your stuff. Um. Well, to be honest, I'm. I don't do a lot of physical works like even for my models and everything. I will just do. I like to do them on my computer. So mm-hmm. so basically, I can just do it anywhere I want. I see. So yeah. <laughs> Is that very chill, ma? Three days per week. Yeah. Oh my god. So it it sounds for but for architecture it sounds chill but it's actually not. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I think it's Wait. also the same with all of the other courses. It sounds. Wait. Chill. If if only two days you have lecture, so is it like two different courses or just one course that has? Uh, um. So like yeah. So you remember I said like we have three modules. So. Uh huh. Um, for technologies and humanity would be lectures, so it's going to be two different. Oh, so just just one kind of lecture that like one subject for that module. Yeah, yeah, one oh. one subject, one module, just have one lecture, and then for studio, it's like a. Oh, that that's actually a studio lecture also, uh, and then there's going to be a studio day, which is mm. the whole day. Period. I see. Oh, yeah. interesting. So I guess I guess mm. even in the timetable we can already see how it's different in yeah, the it's day. very different, man. Yeah. So, like for for us, I think every every day is a hectic day. <laughs> yeah. Especially for me. Okay, later later we talk about exam. But for me, mm. electrical engineering specifically, we have exam like quiz it called they call it midterm but i have it every single week okay so every every midterm every exam it goes seven percent to your final grade that's how important it is okay and then yeah imagine you have to study every week oh my god for the exam right so <laughs> yeah i i, I want to give my own input on <laughs> having tests every week but in architecture we don't i mean for Manchester specifically, we don't have any tests at all. Like for for architecture. Yeah. So, oh yeah, you guys don't have. Yeah. Okay. So for, but I think that's just for Manchester though, because I think for Edinburgh, um, they actually have exams. So I I'm pretty like, like a final like a final exam. Or... Yeah, yeah. I think Let they have like a final exam. So I I'm pretty sure if there's a final exam, that's gonna be like the midterm or something but i'm not really sure mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i guess i guess manchester is you should be grateful you don't have exams <laughs> yeah everybody keeps saying that but <laughs> having 100% coursework is also stressful to be honest yeah i know yeah it's, it's too many it's really stressful i guess there's not a lot to talk about examinations because i don't actually have exams <laughs> yeah True. But do you know, like, does the engineering uh, student, they have midterm frequent, frequently or how, I, like, how, how does the midterm? I think that's, they have, like, exams two time, I guess. I think it, this one goes, like, um, generally for all the other courses in Manchester. Mm-hmm. Like, that they will have an exam in early, in early January, I think. And then... So that's gonna be like the that that that's a, that's the final right, uh, like like the final for that term yeah for that semester yeah yeah uh, kinda and then final final in June isn't it yeah yes and then they they will have another final uh, in June 
and that's going to but, be. But you guys, but they don't have like a midterm in between, do they? I think that uh, that one depends on the courses. Ah, like okay. for the engineering, I I think they do have like tests and everything, but mm-hmm. I'm not sure if they call it midterm. They mm-hmm. I think they they just call it like weekly tests or something. I'm not I'm not sure. The quiz or tests. Or yeah, yeah. Mm. So it's not exactly an exam. <laughs> So, I guess that covers up for the first <laughs> question. Mm-hmm. Oh, we actually talked quite a long time for that one. So, Next. I guess now let's talk about um the cost of living. Like, roughly, mm-hmm. being a student, like, what's the cost of living there? Like maybe, like, the rent, the monthly rent, or how much you guys spend on groceries or food. Okay. The cost of living here, okay. Uh, UBC they have a housing and residence. I don't know if you guys, I I don't know if you guys have it, but UBC has has their own uh housing and residence. Yeah, yeah. So usually student can live on campus or close to campus, but it's super expensive, like super super expensive. Whoever live in in the residence is is a rich people. We call it rich people because <laughs> usually the rent the rent goes eight hundred. To one thousand two hundred Canadian dollars per month, right. but that that includes their meal plan. But still, it's very expensive, ma. Yeah, it's yeah. It's actually the closer you live to UBC, the the more prices the the rent is higher. Right. Yeah, in general. So that's why I live quite far, like about one hour by bus. Yeah, and then usually the house like. We live, uh, like Malaysian Malaysian student usually around six hundred to eight hundred. I say, yeah. Oh, so that's like mm-hmm. the per month per person, is it? Per month, yeah. The house housing in Vancouver is very expensive. Okay. Yeah, it's like half of, half of our, uh, Mara, Ma, the money that Mara gave is it's for the rent, like half of. Right. Yeah. That's. Yeah. It's actually <laughs> expensive. Yeah, it's really expensive. Yeah. So like for but then oh, yeah, yeah yeah, but then I think like for the groceries and stuff, it's okay lah. It's not that expensive. It's just okay if you if you eat if you if you cook by yourself, then you can save money. If you eat out, then you then you have to spend a lot because you have to pay for the tips and also for the tax. Oh okay. Yeah. Right. Because I think is the is the US and Canadian uh culture they they tip. They tip the services, right? All the service, yeah. Yeah, even yeah. in the UK, we usually give tips as well, but it's not like mm. um, I'm. I don't think like it. It's like a culture to do that in, yeah. in physical shops, but we we do do it online though. So. Yeah. Wait. So basically, like the eight hundred per month rent is per person. Yes, per person. Okay. Imagine. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, I could. But here we rent, we rent a house. You know, for you guys, it's like a, it's like an apartment thing. Right? Um. No, not not actually. I mean, I'm renting a house. A house like a house legit. Yeah, house? yeah. Like ah, okay, a okay. terrace house. So. Ah. So yeah, uh, yeah. Like even here in Manchester, we, the uni also provides um like residence halls. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there's the price is a little bit like your like you said, it goes up. I think it goes 
from 600 per month up to it, it can also go up to 1000 something plus whoa yeah. gbp right yeah so oh my god that's expensive <laughs> yeah but to be honest um living in manchester is actually is actually quite cheap is very cheap yeah then i think yeah you guys are quite cheap compared to us yeah but I, uh, i'm also talking like compare comparing manchester to other uk cities especially mm. to london because like you mm. know for the uk um like me i'm renting a house right so mm-hmm. the house that how much how much you pay for your house it's basically like in in on average Um, in Manchester, the houses are like the student houses are three hundred per month per person. Oh. So is 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 it including utilities? Um, that depends. Oh, depends. Some some of the some of the houses includes um utilities, but like mine, we it doesn't actually include utilities. So mm-hmm. that's an add on. Mm-hmm. But some of the houses can also go very cheap, like. 200 something plus only so it's oh. yeah living in Manchester is I could say it's quite cheap compared to other places where for, yeah. for in London for example the rent could actually be um 800 per month or 600 per month even even if you're living outside of uni I mean oh. so yeah How far? How far you guys? How far is the location of your house to the university? Is it far or close? Right. So for Manchester, you our the the distance is not as far as you guys. Like you guys are one hour. We could actually just walk to uni for fifteen minutes or something. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. So so the price the price doesn't depend on the location. Ah uh, no, it, it depend- not really. It it really uh. depends on the landlords, I guess, or the agents. I see. Ah. Uh-huh. Like for us, even yeah, if you live close to the city, then it's gonna be way way more expensive. Yeah. So I could, I guess I could imagine why you guys, most of you guys, usually have part time jobs, right? All of us, I think. Oh, all of you guys. So yeah. Yeah. Right. So talking talking about part time jobs, <laughs> I guess we could actually go into another segment. Like, is it? Is, oh, but I also want to. Ah. Sorry, I also want to mention that even though we live like. Uh, Even though like I live far, like one hour, but we don't have to pay for the transport transportation because oh. like our yeah because uh our pass like the for the transit pass for bus trains right uh what else like the sea bus we we only have we only using one card because uh the 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 good thing here is all the transit is controlled by one company ah. so only one card can you can access every every uh, transport uh the transportation. And then this, the cost of this, uh, the cost of this conversation is included in your university fees. Oh, okay. So basically, Mara already paid for it. Yeah. Uh, oh, so basically, you don't need to buy any additional. Yeah, so so we don't need to worry about the the money, the transportation fees. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's I guess that's quite good. Yeah, as long as you take class, uh, the fees is covered by the by Mara by by right, the university right. fees. So that's why sometimes if people like they say they don't want to go back to Malaysia, they want to stay here in summer. They will at least take one courses so that they can they can have that freedom of getting a free pass, you know. Right. Ah, uh, it's not actually free lah, but Mara pays yeah, for yeah. it because it's because it's already it's yeah. already included in your yeah. tuition fees. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think I think that's that's very good. That's very yeah. yeah. That's very helpful. Yeah, I think so that that is helpful, especially being students, mm-hmm. right? Like, for us, um, I mean, we we also have like the, um, annual pass, but because here it's like, it's managed by third party companies, so there's like quite a lot of, different, companies managing the buses mm-hmm. and then. For the trains, there are also like several companies managing different trains and everything. So like, mm-hmm. so, so you you guys pay every time you guys hop into the bus. Uh right? no, we 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 can actually buy a one year pass, but oh. there is like an additional, a, additional like two hundred sixty I guess this year. Two hundred sixty yeah additional for per year for bus. That's only for the bus. But that's good. That's good if if you if you travel a lot. Yeah. If you go, yeah, that's a good deal. Yeah. yeah is it is it good deal? But uh, it, we we will need to, I mean, at the start of the year, we will need to give out a little bit more of our money for yeah transportation. Yeah. So. So do you guys usually buy it? Uh. Yeah. Usually, yeah. I think. Usually, most people would either get a. A bus pass, or they would actually buy a bicycle. So. Hmm. Oh, you guys bike a lot there. Um. Yeah, some of the people in Manchester do. Mm-hmm. But not me though. I'm quite lazy. <laughs> For me, I want a bike, but it takes a lot, a lot of effort because you have to have a full, full set if you want a bike. So you have to, have, ah. you have to have all the safety guards and stuff. You cannot bike without those things. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, so that's I, I guess it's the same with UK as well. well. Yeah, so that's why I'm, I I give up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially since you have that, I mean, I mean the transportation fee is already included yeah. in the yeah. tuition fee. So true, that's very true. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I guess we we could now we could talk about. Savings and part-time job. Mm-hmm. Since just now we mentioned, you mentioned like how you could say all of uh, everyone there is yeah, most make, of us. yeah most of most of you guys are doing part-time jobs. Yeah, just to help maintain that. So is is saving a thing there? Is it easy to save? Uh, I think in my in my not not in my perspective for for the most people that I've talked to. I think we work is not to maintain life. The 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 money that Mara gave it's it's more than enough actually oh, okay. to maintain life here. Yeah, it's actually more than enough. We just work for for fun, you know, for fun, for experience, and for the money lah. For for saving for traveling. Right. Yeah. So it's for yeah, it's actually yeah it's actually more than enough to to sustain life here. Right. With the money that Mara gave, yeah. So and also because I think. UBC itself, they encourage students to work on campus and they have a lot of opportunities for students to work on campus. So that's why most of us uh, got a job, like part-time job at UBC. And then some of us also find a other part-time job outside just to, just to, you know, just to save more money. Right, right. Yeah. So it's... But I think, I think the easy, that's why it's easy for us to work because we have a lot of opportunities on campus. Right. So it's mm-hmm. encouraged by the university themselves. Yeah, we have we have one system it calls Worklearn. So if you go in the Worklearn website, right. they have a lot of job offered just for students. 
Okay. Yeah, let's cool. say there's 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 even a job uh for you to go and turn on the monitor in the class every morning. Oh, okay. There's yeah, there's even a position that you can be uh you uh sometimes working with the the faculty department so you work with the spreadsheet and stuff. But it's just a simple thing, you know, but they hire the student. There's also a job you can uh upload your notes. And then you get paid for your notes, right? Because for the dis for the disability student, they they want the notes, you know. Right, right. So they hire this student to yeah to upload the notes. Yeah, it's like a very very simple task, but they give it to students so to encourage students to work. Yeah, right. I think that's quite good though because mm. it it actually helps the students to prepare um for a working life if that makes sense. Yeah, even though it's like true. this simple task, but. Um, students will already feel the responsibilities of doing of doing an active yeah, job. Yeah, of doing and then yeah, have experience of like connecting with people, communicating with people yeah. and stuff. Like so, yeah. in the UK, um, in Manchester, there are jobs for students, but I would say like they are actually proper jobs, like being a librarian or something, or mm-hmm. helping out with the IT department or something. So. Mm-hmm. It's like an actual job job. Yeah, we have we have that kind of position too, but we have also like the small small yeah. position that they offer. Yeah, I I I've never heard those kinds of jobs in Manchester too. I don't think there oh, is. Oh, I see. That's cool. Yeah, I think that's why that's why most of us got a job here. Right. And also, and also maybe because of the influence by friends, because like all all of us like all the seniors they have a job. So like for us who who are new to Canada, it was like, oh, do we need to find a job? I said, okay lah, just 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 work, just find a job because everybody's working. <laughs> just 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 because of that. Right. Wait, I think <laughs> the last time uh I saw you, or I heard about you working was in Tim Hortons, right? No, I didn't work in Tim Hortons. I work uh oh. at one of the sushi places. Ah, like okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So so the, the good thing is okay, the place that I work. It uh managed by the student society. It like it it calls the place that I work. It called the nest. The nest is like a student uh. What we call it? it's like like a student place that you like most of the student will be there like doing work and stuff. Or yeah. Something. Yeah, like the student hub. Yeah, yeah, like student hub. So inside the student nest, there's there's a lot of rest, like a small small uh restaurants there. So I work in one of the restaurants, and then if you work in the nest, you get a fifty percent discount. For every ah. for every meal in the nest, that's so, that's that's a very good deal though. So yeah, so that's why I work because <laughs> I want a discount. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think if it it was me, if I get that kind of job, I would also be working as well. Yeah, because it's a very easy easy job. Like it's not that easy, but it's easy. Yeah, yeah. It's it's right. So why not, right? Right, right. True. Mm-hmm. Wait. So, um, with all of that, okay, okay. I do. Um, is it okay if I ask like how much on average do you guys get to like save? Is is oh, that okay? Oh, 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 to save. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> to save ah. Like uh, rough, like just a rough figure, maybe. Like per month. Yeah, yeah, month? just per month, I guess. I think, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about like how much I save, but basically per month you can earn up to. Uh, five hundred. Ah, right. Yeah, get it up to five hundred, five hundred, six hundred. 
and and if you work during summer and you do you do part time job but you work like do uh you follow the office time like eight to five you can earn you can earn up to thousand and something per month. Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah. So that's that's She's actually a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So for us in the UK, um, okay, for Manchester, I think having a part time job is not actually common. Is mm-hmm. because because like uh, our cost of living here is already cheap. So yeah, and then you don't you don't need to yeah yeah like like we don't actually feel the need to actually do part time yeah. jobs here except if like some people actually do part time jobs but that's actually for fun. I even mm-hmm. do it for a while myself like for a short while, and that was purely oh where where do you work? It's actually at a. It's it's not in the uni though. It's in at the city center. It's in it's it's for a restaurant called Penang, a a Malaysian restaurant. Oh, I see. Uh, so, yeah. but I I only work like for. I work for like the as the kitchen helper. So. Ah. So you did you do you cook or you just no no, no. I I just cutting cutting stuff yeah I just basically help uh, washing and then anything the chef actually wants me to uh, help okay. but nice um but in terms of saving for us in Manchester I could mm-hmm. say that on average you on average I guess everyone could actually save at least two hundred pounds per month per month yeah. And then if that that is like including buying the things that you want to buy, uh, if 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 like you're a big spender, so mm-hmm. so like oh, so so that all already minus all the all the costs. Yeah, yeah, like you, minus you still have to left. minus okay. buying stuff, but minus um buying groceries and everything, minus trying. Oh. So like usually saving a hundred or two hundred is not that hard. So so you are now rich guy ah. Um no not not actually. <laughs> you are if two hundred per month man, pounds. Yeah pounds, but usually for me personally, my savings would be gone by the end of the year, every year I guess <laughs> because I will usually go and buy some stuff before going back to Malaysia. Ah, uh, oh you went back every year. Yeah, I go back every year. Uh, and even the flight ticket nice. is like, is expensive. Like yeah, from yeah, from the UK to Malaysia is around four hundred pound plus. Yeah, that's that's good. I mean, for for your money lah. It's not. It's not, if you compare to us, it's it's expensive. Ah uh, yeah like yeah. Four hundred, four hundred pound. If you if you compare the figure, it's good, man. Four hundred pound. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Okay lah. It's it I guess it's quite it's better than you guys. Yeah, for us it can go up to thousand. Yeah, yeah. Thousand is normal. Wait, how long is the flight from Malaysia to Canada? Uh I never take the direct flight, but usually we have transit, right? Oh yeah yeah. So it can take sometimes it can take up to three days to arrive in Malaysia. Seriously? Yeah. What? Because usually we transit at two places. Uh, either US. Oh, okay. Usually US or Korea or Japan. Okay. Right. Yeah, Malaysia. I think, 
the UK, the even if it's like two transit, the longest would just be one day, I think. Mm. Yeah, I guess that that makes sense why yours can get up to one thousand. Yeah, dollar, yeah, true. Canadian dollar. That's very true. Okay, so. Wait, what to do? <laughs> so, do you guys usually buy stuff there? Do you guys always go for shopping? And is there like a student discount for? Uh, uh, like you said, there's like student discount in campus, right? How about yeah. off campus? Like go for. Like in the retail shop. Yeah, in retail shops. Ah. Uh... We we don't we don't actually have it like but there's some if you work at certain places let's say this is this is I just found out this thing if you if you go to Sketches right and then you wanna buy like shoes for work they have a, like a line uh a line of product that that uh specialized for sh- uh shoes for work so that it doesn't sleep it doesn't sleep right right so you can get like fifteen percent discount twenty percent discount if you work at certain Certain restaurant, let's say McDonald's. Oh, Starbucks. okay. Yeah, I think it is is the same for all sketches around the world. I'm not sure. Right. Because I ju- I just found about this thing. Yeah, but normal student discount we don't have it. Oh, okay. So you don't have yeah. student discounts for like Adidas or something. No. Oh, but if you if we go to uh like national park, not national park, if we go to places like say. Uh, like attractions, visit, like uh, yeah, attractions like a nature attractions something. Sometimes they have discount for BC residents. So in Canada, they have an open policy, right, for right. the for the immigration immigrant. So we as a student, we can apply for we can apply for a card. They call a BC BC card. Right. So with that card, we are entitled as a BC resident. Right. Even though we are not staying here like forever or something. So some some places like attractions they offer discount for BC residents. So as long as you have that card, you can get a discount. Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah. So most of us we apply to uh to to get that card and then we can get discount. At so that's like a special discount for Canadian res uh, residents. Right? Yeah, it's actually it's actually for BC residents. But to apply to apply to get that BC resident card is very easy. Right. Even though you are an international student, yeah. Right. So you can just apply for it. Right, I guess so. I guess in in the sense of discount, it's also different between Canada and the UK because for us, I think um student discount is very encouraged even by the government themselves. Mm. Like mm. so, like I guess almost even in in off campus shops in off campus retail shops, they, they will they will usually be student. Prices, like for so they ask for your student card. Is it yeah, yeah. Like for example, if mm. we want to go buy something from Adidas or Nike or basically whatever kind of shops, I guess um we would just you, you could just go uh, when when paying you could just ask the cashier whether there's student discount or not and usually mm. if there is which is more often than not. The student discount would be like around ten percent, or some sometimes some stores could have up to twenty percent student discount, mm, which is quite a lot. a lot. Yeah. Yeah, and then that's very good. And then there's even like, I'm I think this is just the mall nearby our house, but mm-hmm. that mall actually have like a 
like every year there's going to be two student night so like so when like special offer for students yeah like the whole evening is the the office for the whole evening is specifically made for student and usually the discounts would be higher than usual the their usual student discount. is it like for the whole for the whole shop in the mall like every yeah mall? usually it will be oh. like for the, almost the whole shop uh, for every single shop like even for apple apple products they also have like student discounts but First. Oh, Apple! Uh, yeah, Apple have a student discount. I think it's international. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. I think that's that's Apple globally. But, right. Yeah, Apple globally. Yeah. yeah. But even for restaurants, there are also student discount. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. Like. That's so nice. I think. No wonder, no wonder you guys always go to fancy restaurants, <laughs> yeah. visit shop, cafe. Yeah, to be honest, we were, that, we were like, we were like, oh my god, UK student is very extra. Yeah, uh, eating out every day, eh, no, not every day, every week at least. It, yeah, it looks it looks extra, but actually, it's because we have student discounts. So, <laughs> yeah. Does Does eating out expensive or not in uh, in Um, eating out, it's okay. Yeah, if we go to like the usual kebab stores and everything, um, mm-hmm. it's not that expensive. It's like four pounds, three pound per meal. That's very cheap. Yeah, it's it's quite cheap. But if you go like to a proper restaurant, yeah, like a proper fancy restaurant, like you said, um, mm-hmm. usually it's like something in the range of. Um, eleven to twenty pounds per meal. That's that's our normal price. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so. But that does it include the tax? You have to add the tax by yourself. It's twelve percent over. Oh yeah, yeah. We we also have to add the tax by ourselves. Wait, how much? How much is the tax there? Twelve percent. Twelve percent. Yeah. Yeah, I think. How much you got? The UK is also around that range. Hmm. Yeah, it is expensive. Oh, also, I want to ask, do you guys have uh, like insurance, uh, health for students? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Every month. Yeah, we, we have, we have like a uh, national health insurance. Is it every month? No, no, it's, it's per month? year. But, and I think it's for, it, it was paid for the whole of our stay, like for the whole three years or four years. Oh, oh yeah, when, when you guys made the visa. Yeah, right? yeah. It's good, man. Wait, do you guys need to pay that every month? We have to pay every month. Oh no! Imagine. Wow. Okay, that's. It is. It is seventy five dollar per month. <laughs> wow. It's so expensive. Yeah. I think I think the cost of living here is not about the food expenses. It's about like the small the, the things that you can't control the the insurance the rent. Uh, like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's. It's so expensive. That's actually. I hate it. I hate. I hate to pay the insurance because I didn't use it. <laughs> so I feel like I I'm paying for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Luckily for us, it's only one time, which is before, which is when we were making our visa, and we don't actually have to pay anything else after that. Mm. <laughs> uh, how how about the telco? The telco is it expensive? Uh, well, there's actually like a postpaid um plans here. Like, 
you can actually opt in any of the plans um so the one, for example the one i'm using right now is like 10 pound per month it's is it gift jaf i i i i i've seen people use gift gift uh, yeah, gift it's gift gaf um gift gaf okay gift gaf i don't know i i i, I pronounce it gift gaf <laughs> but I, i'm not really sure okay. the correct pronunciation but yeah gift gaf is like a flexible sim i would say so like you can actually um opt in or opt out anytime you want without any uh, contract any fees contract anything because like uh, some of the telco you you will need to stay with the telco for at least one year like don't know oh i see or, oh we don't have that like we we can opt out anytime we like yeah like give gift you can actually opt out anytime you want and the one i'm using boxy is also like a flexible plan i can opt out any anytime i want Are you using postpaid or prepaid? Um, postpaid. postpaid. Uh, it's it's so, okay. it's easy to use postpaid it's because cheaper, right? yeah, it's cheaper and then um, it comes along with like the data plan and everything. Yeah. How how about you guys? How's your telco like the? Uh, telco is also quite expensive. It's okay. It's quite expensive lah for me. I think expensive if we compare to Malaysia. <laughs> so for yeah. here, uh, they have the internet is. It's very stingy, you know. They they are very stingy with the data. Okay. So, usually in general, two gig you need to pay around fifty, no, forty something, forty five. What? Two gig for forty five. Yeah, with with calls text, uh, everything is unlimited except for the uh, for the data is two gig. Okay. Wow. Yeah, and then sometimes they have offer for now. The one that I'm using now is uh, is the Virgin Mobile, Virgin Mobile. Uh, they have offer now, so you have to look for the offer lah. So the offer now is five gig for fifty. So they have two gig for forty five and five gig for fifty. So obviously I'll go for five gig for fifty. But then it's lah, it's very expensive lah. And if it's one gig, usually around thirty something. Right. Yeah. Okay. It's it's super expensive. So. Yeah, it's. I also give up. I don't know. Yeah, even. <laughs> I just whatever. Even if convert. If I convert it into like the UK currency, it's it's still expensive for us, even for us. Yeah. Wow. It's okay lah. Yeah, like. <laughs> But we need because sometimes sometimes I was thinking like I I don't need the data because I have Wi-Fi at home. I have Wi-Fi university. But you know like because sometimes we always we always go for hiking. Yeah, like yeah. For hiking, yeah, in the middle of nowhere, so we need the data, you know. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, like I have to pay for it. <laughs> wow, that's that's actually very very little data. Like, yeah, yeah it's very simple. Like for us, you, I think, um, it's common to get like eight gig or something, six gig or eight gig per month for ten pounds. So, <gasps> wow. Oh yeah, but except for GiveGov, I think GiveGov is actually. It's actually quite stingy in terms of data mm. as well. Mm-hmm. I I I don't remember how much, but it's it's less than it's less than six gig per month for ten pounds. Sometimes I'm I've been thinking like I don't want to get any plan for my phone, <laughs> but yeah, I think. <laughs> but any day. Yeah. <sighs> so annoying. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, it is expensive. I I didn't expect that to be expensive though. Okay, so um, back to our <laughs> discussion. 
Uh, so like just now, you've mentioned about how you have like annual um transport pass, which mm-hmm. which is included in your tuition fees, right? So like, yeah. for example, on a holiday, if you if you want to go for a travel for like a holiday or vacation vacation or something, you guys usually use. Is that is there trains there? I've heard. Across across uh the country like yeah or, or maybe just in um British Columbia, or yeah we have we have trains like we have trains to US we have trains across Canada right so yeah. when going for a vacation do you guys take the trains or do you guys rent cars? Mm, usually we rent cars. If okay, so for us usually we. The places that we go is Western, uh, is the West Coast, like usually West Coast right. and America, American continent, like North America or South America. Ooh, so if it's yeah. like a South America flight, obviously, but if it's like within Canada, uh, if it's like very, the if it's like far, like, uh, let's say Quebec or Toronto, obviously with flights, but sometimes if you go to Alberta, which is next to BC, British Columbia, we drove there. It's about twelve hours, but the because of the highway, it's really really beautiful. It's very beautiful. Right. Yeah, because we have a lot of mountains here. Like every, anywhere, if you see anywhere, like even though at at the at the normal place, like in the city, you can see mountains everywhere. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's that's. So nice. usually, if we go to places that close to to our place, we just drive. Mm. But then, if we go to places that far, take flights, and then when we arrive there, usually we take car to to travel around the place because, uh, I don't know, but I think most of us travel because we want to see the nature mm. because Canada and US there's a lot of nature and uh, national parks, so you can't access nation uh, national parks without cars right, right. because they don't have buses to go to national parks. Yeah, usually. that makes sense. So it's easier for us to rent cars. Right. But I travel to US once by bus. Sometimes by bus, sometimes by train. Wait, so for for the experience, for the take of experience. Uh, was it hard to enter the US? No, it's very easy. Like we, are, we Vancouver is a border to Seattle, so it's like it's it's common for people to go two days, two days trip. Three. Uh, last time I went for a weekend trip to Seattle. Oh, okay. Wait. Very nice. Yeah. So you guys don't need to apply for like. Uh, visiting visa. Oh, a uh, visa, visa. Yeah, we have, we need to to get the visa. Oh, okay. But it's very easy to get visa from here. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because I I've actually considered going to Canada or. Come, you ask, please. No, I've I've considered I've considered it <laughs> way back in first year, but seeing that I need to. Yeah, I have to apply for the visa. Yeah, I have to apply for the visa, and then seeing that the flights are also, like, expensive. Damn expensive, like. <laughs> We expensive yeah, than yeah. going back to Malaysia. It <laughs> it's a bit. That's the reason. That's the, that's also the reason why we don't go to Europe. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> so it's highly relatable. I think, I think there's only you know Ida, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think in... I've only seen Ida traveling from that part of the world, which is like, which is from the US American coming continent. to yeah. Europe. Yeah, I think she's like the only person I've seen doing that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I want to, but it's okay lah. UK, we UK, we can go from Malaysia. Yeah, yeah. It's cheaper. Yeah. I think. We we because we don't need any visa or anything to visit yeah, the UK. Yeah. 
yeah wow cool. cool like for us mm-hmm. uh, in terms of traveling usually yeah we we also have like trains and everything uh and like what you say if you want to go to natural parks or bit, like to the to see, to see nature yeah stuff. to see nature and stuff so we usually will rent a car rent cars because mm. it's easier because like the national parks are usually like big like it it's like a whole but do you guys rent car for the whole trip or just one like particular day for the usually day? if we go for a trip it will be like for a few days so uh, we will rent the, we will rent the car for like the whole trip um but i think it's also because I think it's is uncommon for you guys to go. Wait, you just said you go to the US, so it's mm-hmm. it is to another country. But for us, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for. But most of us also travel within Canada because Canada is very yeah yeah yeah, and it's a very pretty like you can all the nature. Oh yeah. my god, Iman, you have to come here one day. Oh my god, so pretty. Okay, um, I will try to plan. I'm excited, like. but yeah, you will need to be the. The two guys. Of course, of course, no worries, no problem. But no promises, so we we'll see, we'll see, <laughs> we'll see financially. But you graduated already. Yeah, no I graduated. So you're going back soon. I I will need to find money on my own now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how, but hopefully I will get to go to Canada one day. Yeah, we should. My yeah. oh my god, I really want to show people how beautiful Canada is. How beautiful, not Canada, the world is. Yeah, yeah right. The world is beautiful. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so talking about um vacation, so I think for us in the UK, it's, I don't know if it's just my circle, but I think it's more common for Malaysians to go, to go for a holiday in another country in Europe. Like, yeah. they will actually go to... Italy or it's easy it, for you yeah, it's know. it's easy. Is it cheap? Is it cheap though the the cost? Yeah, it 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 depends on the place. So um, like some of the flights, for example, a flight to oh no, I don't remember the place. Um, yeah, a, the a flight to Italy, I I think it would be no no it would it, it's not Italy, I don't remember where. Okay, but some 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 of the flights to some of the places mm-hmm. would could be very cheap like you you could get like a return flight for just 40 pounds yeah my goodness yeah um so it really depends on the place you're going and some of the places could could actually be a hundred plus something but have you have you tried backpacking in the europe because europe is a very small small country have you tried backpacking like uh, like country hopping from one country to country <laughs> Well, I've never actually do it alone. I've never been for a solo Europe trip. Yeah, but but you've done it. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done it. I've actually done it with my housemates. We actually went for, went to five different countries in the span of one week. I guess I think if I'm not mistaken. Ah, and then you guys travel by bus or train. Um, it depends. Yeah, but I think uh, it's mostly by bus. Because the distance is not that far. I, I did it once too, like in my first year with my sisters and her friends. And her friends. Yeah, it's in Balkan. It's so nice, my. Ah, it's it's nice. I think Europe Europe is very beautiful with the buildings. What? I think Europe 
Europe, like in general, they are beauty, they are uh, uh, beautiful with the building. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think Europe is more significant with their architecture style. Yeah, architecture yeah. and history, and then yeah. Because we have um Rome and Italy and everything, so like yeah, true. But to be honest, <laughs> um, if you if you just like travel in the UK, it the architecture is not that. I I would I would say it's not that um interesting. It's not that if, impressive, interesting. Yeah, it's it's not actually like interesting just to see architecture in the UK because, to be honest, everywhere I go in the UK, um, uh-huh. it's pretty much the same in terms of architecture. But if we want to go for to see nature, just going in the UK would be would be more than enough to be honest. Have you traveled? Uh, across the country, in the UK. Yeah, I've actually, uh, I've actually traveled in the UK, quite a lot. Of, not, yeah, for quite a number of time. Like, my first travel, um, back in first year for the first mm-hmm. week, my first winter was actually to Scotland, and oh, and we actually went to like several cities, in Scotland. So. In Scotland. Yeah, like we went to Aberdeen and then Edinburgh, Scotland. Eh, not. Glasgow and then up to the north, but that was in first year. And then all of the other, I think it's more common for me to go to London though. Yeah, I think you guys go to London quite a lot. Yeah, lot. usually it's just for food. Is it, is it close? Is 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 by train? Right, just one hour. Is it no, no, no. Um, by train it it could take about four hours, but oh, okay. yeah, by bus it could take up to eight hours. Is it better to travel with bus or train? Um, I would say train. Yeah, I, I think everyone. Yeah, right? Because of the, is it for, because of the scenery? Um, yeah, that's one thing. Uh, and then yeah. an, another one is because, um, bus rides are usually bumpy, like way bumpy. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because especially mm. with the with the UK roads being so narrow, so mm. you will you will literally feel the bumpiness. So I guess. We, it's quite different. It's not. It's not that different in terms of traveling between. Maybe yeah. Yeah, because you guys will also will also either go in Canada or go in the US as well because it's mm-hmm. easy. So it's not like for us. I think for us, our usual traveling, like our weekly traveling, is going hike, going hiking yeah. <laughs> It's not traveling, but it's like exploring. So nice. Yeah. Yeah. Hiking here. I think for us, um, for Manchester people, well, we we call ourselves Mancunians. I mean, they call what? They um the people in Manchester is called Mancunians. Mancunians. Yeah, M M A N C U N I A N. Is that is that a legit phrase? Yeah, yeah. That's that's like a like oh, the Mancunian. official phrase used by the locals as well. So I I think for for us Malaysians in Manchester, um, we only go for you know, some of them some of the Malaysians in Manchester actually go for hiking, not every week I'd say, but in for every number of weeks, mm-hmm. they will go mm-hmm. to to somewhere nearby Sheffield. It is it's, it's like a it's like a natural park. It's called like mm-hmm. Lake District or Peak District, but I've never been oh, there. Oh, okay. I've seen. I I I saw it here. Yeah. So I guess, um, I guess we we could 
say that it's weak and there's no difference it's between right. it's the right. <laughs> There's not much no, difference too. Yeah, not much difference between um traveling in the UK and Canada, being a student. Uh, mm-hmm. So I guess it now comes for the last segment of, no, the last question for our episode. Um, so being a Malaysian student there, um, how's it? How's the community like? Like, do you guys have uh an annual? Malaysian night or an annual gathering specific specifically for Malaysians. Mm, yeah, we do have the Malaysian night, but I think our Malaysian night is very different from you guys, from what I've seen on social media. Right. So, because <laughs> like for ours, our Malaysian night only caters uh UBC student, and sometimes mm. uh, and also there's there's another university here called. Uh, SFU, okay, SFU, SFU College is uh, SFU and, UB- and UBC, they usually, sometimes they make programs together. So, sometimes our Malaysian night only, cat- only caters these two universities. But right, for you guys, right. sometimes you guys have guests, like people, like people from Sheffield, from London coming to your, to your Malaysian night, right? Yeah, yeah, because our yeah. Malaysian night is usually open to anyone. Because... Yeah. Because the for us it's just UBC students. Yeah. Okay. I see. And then it's not it's not that big event. You know? Right. They have it's just like event. They have some performance and then eat and that's that's it. It's not like like you guys have a like a lot of performance that you guys practice for for a whole month. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Wait. So so you guys are you said that that's dinner. So like it's an actual like annual dinner, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like and some performance for us. It's I, I would say that it's literally just performance for the whole night. Ah. So it's like a theater, like a theater. Like a theater. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. So it's like a theater performance. So mm-hmm. there's like a storyline and everything, but there's not there's not actually any formal dinner. Ah. Right. Usually we combine both dinner and performance, right. so we call it legend nights. Yeah, right. So, yeah. like, some of the, like, for the Malay, uh, Malaysian community in Manchester, um, sometimes, like, usually they will have um, annual grand dinner separately. Like, it's going to be, like, a different event than the Malaysian night. So, the Malaysian night mm-hmm. will, will just be performance, literally. And then the, the grand dinner would be just dinner. And then I think because of the community here, the Malaysian community is not as big as you guys. Yeah, yeah. That's why we don't yeah. have like a very grand performance, I think. Yeah. We, we, we're very small actually. Like, at least I think everyone has met everyone. At least once. Right. And then everyone knows everyone. At least we met in, 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 a, in a program or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah, event yeah. yeah. If in that sense, you guys are way smaller than, I would say, yeah. Manchester. Because... Uh, um even I know Manchester Manchester you don't you, sometimes you have, you have people that you don't even know yeah yeah because here. the Malaysian the number of Malaysian students in Manchester alone is like 1000 plus so <gasps> so yeah it's it's understandable that if we don't actually know everyone yeah to be honest I, I've, I've never even seen the first year this year I think what Seriously, um, because especially since in in gatherings and stuff. <laughs> yeah, um, that's the problem though because this year. Ah, I senior, you 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 seniority, yeah. 
No, not senility lah. <laughs> but you don't mix up with juniors. <laughs> not actually. Is I think it's because um this year I just stay at home. I don't actually do anything. Uh, so I don't. Actually... Anti-social lah. Anti-social club lah. Yeah, they yeah, are kinda. <laughs> Why? Are you stressed? I guess so. There's there's a lot of work, you know, for five oh. years. Okay, it's okay. You finish already. Yeah, but everything's over. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's I think that's it, one of the reason why we don't actually know everyone in Manchester because mm. that the community is so big. For us, we we I think it's common for us to have gatherings at one of our house like every week at least. Mm. Yeah, that's why we that's why we we're gonna meet each other every week at least. We have like we we call it usra, but it's not like usra that's what you imagine. Okay. It's like we we gather together. We 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 gather in a circle and then we read uh some surah and then tadabur a bit and then presentation. It's like open presentation. Everyone can talk, and then we usually discuss things like uh is uh issues in Malaysia, issues in here, uh, and then we eat. Yeah. Every every Friday night we have it. Okay. In, during the school time, yeah. But during summer we don't have it because most of the people already go home. Alright, oh, alright. So yeah. So that's why we know each other because mm. we meet every week. Mm-hmm. That's nice. I mean, knowing everyone is nice. Yeah, it's like a close community. Yeah, it's good. I like it. You guys are closer than us here in Manchester, I guess. I guess that wraps up. That wraps up our discussion be- between the stu- like our comparison, uh, in student life in the UK and Canada. Mm-hmm. Is Is there anything you want to add? In this for this topic, like any additional information you wanna tell? Uh, or I think. Oh, I forgot to mention one thing. Uh, for the system like studying here, we have a program that called co-op program. It's T O O P. It's it's like an internship here, but they call it co-op. I think uh, it's a U.S. and Canadian thing. So co-op program is where you can enroll in co-op and then you can get an internship for 16 months before you graduate. Right. But it's not like compulsory in UBC, but it is compulsory in some other universities in Canada. Oh, okay. Yeah, so usually we are encouraged to to participate in co-op, but if you go if you are in co-op program, you have to extend your study by one year because it's 16 months working ma. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. So so like but but now like uh I don't know last time like our sponsors they said you can you can go for it and then you can send us uh email and saying that you you wanna enroll in this program so you can extend for one year because extend it doesn't mean that you uh it doesn't mean that you have to study while you go to internship it's like when when you when you work so you work for sixteen months without going to school oh right and then you go study back yeah so it's actually like you 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 pause your study for one year right. Something so it's like, like yeah. it's like it's like taking a gap year and then using that gap year yes, for yes, working. Yes. And also like companies here in uh, in Canada and US they they have like, a specific spot for student in co-op program. Right. So there's a high chance for you to get a job if you are enrolled in co-op program. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's that's one thing lah. So I and I think also... that's that that doesn't exist in the UK. In the UK, mm-hmm. it's I think because I think here they they very encourage people to work up ah, like after study, right. like to to continue working here after study. Th- we 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 even have a like a three years working permit after we study. You can apply for it. Mm. For, at, yeah, for for a cheaper price something like that. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I think in the in the UK it 
it really depends on the university themselves. Like for Manchester, there's on on the career website, there's actually a page for internships and everything. But I don't think there's like a a, a specific program that mm. incorporates um internship in the during the study years. During studies, I see. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Wow, that's that's nice. That's so. Yeah, that that give opportunity for students to work hard while studying. So I guess in terms of the system, um, I would say that, um, in Canada, it's more like, um, preparing you for work. Yeah. I I mean in the UK it also prepares you for work, but it doesn't actually gives it, give us the the the, the opportunity that the way how. Yeah, yeah. To, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not actually exposed to the literal working experience. Wow. Okay, that's that's really nice. Yeah. Yeah. And also here, like in terms of social life, social student life, we have a lot of frat house and sororities, a lot. Wait, here in in in, in Canada. Oh, in Canada. Okay. I think frat house fraternities and sororities is a US thing, right? Yeah, I think I think it's a so US thing. You guys, you guys didn't have it, right? Um. Did you? In Manchester, obviously not because we're not actually a campus university. We're a city university. City university, uh, yeah. So we don't actually have campus. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I'm, yeah, I'm, you... I, I've never actually heard um any kind of frat in any other universities. So oh, okay. yeah, here there's a lot. So if you wanna try to go to frat, come to Canada. Ah, uh, mm, okay. Um, not really <laughs> my thing, but we'll see. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot. And then on campus itself, they have a, like 10 house, like a separate house for the frat house. So oh. usually in Friday night, you can see people go clubbing, uh, like people people go to the frat house and then clubbing and stuff. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, here I guess if people want to go for a club or party, they would actually just go to an actual club. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, that, there's no fret yeah. houses here. I think. That's it. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's it, it for everything. the discussion. So like yeah, like the previous um. So as a close, as a closure, just like uh-huh. the previous episodes, previous previous guest episodes, the guests will actually have a chance to ask me themselves. The as so like the guests can actually ask me as the host any questions that they want, like random question. So do you have any questions you want to ask to me about the topic? Okay. After after this one hour and a half discussion. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's one hour and a half, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. How what uh do you think? Okay, what what do you think about Canada and do you and what do you think uh, about studying here? And if you have a you have a choice to make, like if you want to go to UK or here, hmm. which one would will you choose? Still choose Manchester? Okay. Like based on our discussion. Um. I don't know. Maybe it's biased, but yeah. <laughs> so, based on the discussion, um. Okay. Obviously, I've. I think my perspective on Canada being way chill than us has changed like you guys have more classes it's not it's not yeah it's it's, it's, not, it's not it's not it's not chill so that that's changed um i think in terms of all of the other things 
I guess if I had to choose, I would say that I will stay in Manchester. <laughs> just, okay. Just because um, wait, but you guys ah, uh, I don't know. I it's actually hard. Wait, let me think. Because you guys have more opportunities like to work and get save money and everything. We have work opportunity. We have mountains. Yeah, have, and then you guys can actually go. We have fresh water. We have rivers a lot. <laughs> Nature, hmm. nature but you guys don't actually have I mean you guys don't actually go for what no you, you actually go for traveling but you we go did. to nature hmm. you can snowboard here every year oh yeah like you guys have yeah snowboard is oh my god is the best thing ever have you tried snowboard yeah I know I've tried skiing but I haven't tried snowboard. oh yes yeah, oh my god yes you should try snowboard I think for me, I've tried both and I like snowboard more than ski. Mm. It's so okay. good. It's so good. Oh my god. But, but you have to, you have to endure the pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, all the yeah. bruises on your, on, on your, on your, on your butts, on your, on your knees. Yeah. After you do that. I think, I think that's, that's like, the hardest thing to, <sighs> it's, it's not hard, but it, it, the pain is, it's, it's, it's fine. Like, it's yeah, fine. it's fine, it's fine. Fine. Okay, so considering that there's snow and there's snow in the UK, I mean, that there, there is no snow in the UK. Hmm. I don't know, it's very hard. <laughs> it's okay, I know you want to choose Manchester, right? Go, la, go for it. <laughs> yeah, I think I will still go with Manchester because, or, or basically the UK, because the UK there's, there's like student discounts and. But, but you guys sound a bit. I wouldn't say chill. You guys sound a bit... No. <laughs> Not at all. Mm. But yeah, I think I would still be in the UK. Okay, yeah. fine, fine. <laughs> but but I, I, I really I hope I, I, I can go there though. Oh, we didn't talk about the snow here though. Snow here, you can get... It's very thick sometimes up to 30cm, 40cm. Yeah. I think I've seen I've seen pictures of you guys. Um, yeah. But Vancouver is the is the most west part of Canada. Right. If you go to the east, there's more snow. If you go to the east, it can it can go up until the 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 temperature can go down until negative thirty, forty something. What? It's common for them. Okay. Yeah. I've been to Alberta once in winter. Alberta can go up to negative thirty degrees. Imagine. Okay. It's. Super cold, and then the the lake, like the huge lake, can get frozen. Like you can even skate on the lake. Yeah, so just, yeah. Imagine how, nice. how cold it is. So yeah. Yeah, like for us, if you want to go, if you want to find snow, we will actually need to go out of the UK. Like yeah. If yeah. for Manchester, usually it only snows for one day, like literally just one day, and it doesn't snow for the rest of the year. The snow is shy, shy cat. Ah. Yeah. And and usually the snow only exists like for yeah, like literally just one day. Lah. Uh, mm. that is that is if we're lucky to get the snow um not melting throughout the day. Yeah. Because that's that's more common than not. So like usually for us if you want to find snow we would need to go to either Switzerland or we need to go outside of the UK. 
Oh, even Scotland didn't have a thick snow, yeah. Um, up north. There is, but it's not actually that thick. I think. So you guys, in in that sense, you guys are we better than no, not better. That that's no, more fun than us. You guys have snow. Yeah, it's fun for one two days, and then it gets gloomy. <laughs> yeah, it really affects the emotion, though. Yeah, yeah, it affects now, emotion. Being yeah. like being here now, I understand why people can get depression if they are living in a country that have snow for half a year and summer for half a year. Yeah, and that's so hard, man. Yeah, to be honest, in Canada, that uh, we have a one province. I, I I'm not sure it's one or two, but there's there's a province that up north. Mm-hmm. During winter, it can get like up to like twenty two hours of night, and then just the two hours of day, like daylight. Right. It's very extreme. And then in 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 summer, they can get like opposite twenty two hours of daylight, and then two wow. hours of night. Okay. Like, yeah. That that's not fun. That's not fun. That's that's ex- not fun at all. Yeah, that's not fun at all. It's extreme, right? It's extreme. Right. Do you have Do you have any question for me? Last question. Uh okay, I will ask the same question. But yeah. Obviously. <laughs> yeah, obviously you're gonna pick Canada, right? Because obviously. you experience Canada yourself. <laughs> yeah. I think I think if you ask most of the people they're they gonna choose like whatever they have experience. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Because even for me personally, like um at first, I don't actually like the UK weather and everything, but after the years, I think I've actually kind of like it a bit. You don't like like the four season? Uh, I, yeah, at first. I mean, when when I first uh, came here, mm. but that that obviously changed now. Mm-hmm. For me, I think I like to be in Canada because of the nature. Mm. It's, it's not. It's not. For the study, the like the study system, blah blah blah. It's just a part of it, but like the most thing that I I love about Canada is the nature. I think mm. it's very pretty here. So you're gonna go for the nature, yeah. and me, I would for everything. I would go for architecture. <laughs> I would <laughs> go for the buildings. Oh, yeah. So I guess that's it for this episode. Then, uh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for inviting me. Uh, and thank you for being a guest on this podcast. I'm sorry for. For everything, I don't know. <laughs> nah. Being clumsy in the talk. No, no, no. Obviously, it's, it's okay. It's super okay. And also, I'm not a good speaker. So, sorry for that, guys. <laughs> no. <laughs> to be honest, um, you've done great, actually. For those of you who's listening, I hope you guys enjoy this episode and you guys can actually get our perspectives of being a student in Canada and the UK. And... Yeah, if you're actually someone who's considering whether you want to continue study your study in the UK or in Canada, I hope this is beneficial to you mm-hmm. in some sort yeah. of way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I guess that's it for this episode. And please, please come to Canada, guys. <laughs> yeah, please, guys, come to Canada. <laughs> Munira is requesting it. <laughs> Please so, come visit me in Canada. <laughs> yeah, she has one more year. Yeah. So go and visit her, guys. One more year to go. Because Ooh. I don't know if I can. So that's it for this episode. I hope you guys will stay tuned for the next one. And I'll see you guys later then. No, not see. I will. I hope you guys will listen to me on the next episode. So 
Bye. Bye.